You're listening to Irish Radio Canada, and we are talking about New Year's resolutions, because this being the strange year that it is, people may previously have on the 1st of January, 31st December, said, I'm going to do something or other about my life or whatever, and it's a bit of a challenge this year. And uh, I decided I'd reach out to some people, and I'm heading now to Toronto to talk to Fiona O'Brien. Fiona is originally from Dublin, and has a very interesting lifestyle in that she is a comedian and uh, yeah. um, so first of all Fiona thanks a million for agreeing to come along not at all lovely to see you Austin and I know that the last nine months would have been a challenge because the gig economy has been particularly severely affected um, oh, yeah so how, how have you managed there has been a lot of um, zoom shows so, right. like, we're talking now on Zoom. There's a, a load of them, and they can. It, it was a challenge to start because you don't have the interaction with the live crowd, mm-hmm. and usually you can you can bounce off the audience and chat to them, and and you're getting the feedback from them, um, and then that's all gone, and you still most comedians still want to perform. We still want to tell jokes, we, and we want, especially when everybody is struggling and feeling low, we still want to boost everyone's um, spirit and have some fun. So people were starting to do comedy online right. and in the form of Zoom shows. And it was, you know, trial and error to get it right. Um, but the audiences have been showing up. And I did, I did the Boston Comedy Festival by Zoom there about a month ago. And there was like a couple of hundred people, like tiny little screens, hundreds of people all watching. Right. Uh, and I had, I had to panic because I had to have a green screen behind me because they wanted to project something onto it. And, and then you do your 10 minutes and these people are producing them so they're really quick at getting you on and then the next person on and thanking you. Um, so it's been very interesting. I definitely missed the live performing, but I'm glad I'm still getting to cheer people up and to perform and, and practice new stuff and, and do my original stuff anyway. Because I would imagine, Fiona, an awful lot of comedians, I would say, would love a good heckler. Oh, yeah. And you can't have a good heckler. Well, I tell you this, Austin, they don't heckle that much in Canada. Okay. They don't. like. <laughs> they're very polite. Because <laughs> I'll never forget the, the um, Brendan Grace's story about his heckler, I'm sure you're familiar with, where he was being constantly interrupted. And uh, he decided to stop the act and say, you know, the man down there and I used to be a double act. We were the symbolics and I was sim. <laughs> Um, but a good heckler is hard to find at times and what I that's where I love interacting with the crowd Um, and I I think it's being Irish we love having a bit of crack and a bit of banter and and we're quick witted most of us and we're able to bounce off them Um, I rarely rarely get heckled what I do get is people coming up to me after the show and this happens when I'm in small towns all over Ontario with boxes of Lucky Charms cereal. Okay. And they're like, oh, you're Irish. And they give me the Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah. Uh, the only time I was heckled royally was when I was back in Dublin a few years ago doing a show. And it was all my brothers and cousins. And they're all <laughs> absolutely tearing into me. It was like right. The whole room became an act. It was great. Right. <laughs> so... Um, this time of year also would be a busy time of year 
in the gig economy, what, irrelevant of what part, but it would have been a busy time for you. And while you did mention the Zoom, the Boston Comedy Festival on Zoom, um, you're, you were on your own for Christmas, were you? Yes. Yeah, I was. And so, how, did you fi- how did you find that? It was it was weird. I, I just so my kids were with my ex husband. They we share Christmas Day, so they, they went to him from from midday, and I was due to see a friends of mine. Um, because if you're a single person, you're allowed to go and be, be with another family. And so I was going to this Sandra and Martin from Donegal that live near me now, and I had a sore throat, and I said at the moment with COVID, I can't chance going near anybody. Um, and so I I. <laughs> We split the Christmas dinner, so she bought the meat and I bought all the vegetables. So I had to call her. I said, you better come up here and get your carrots and parsnips. They're on the front step because <laughs> I'm not coming out today. Um, and you can't take a chance. So I stayed home. I stayed in my pajamas and I watched Netflix. Uh, I didn't really eat or drink. I, and then, of course, I was getting all the phone calls and videos from home and all my brothers and sisters and my mom and all. And sure, they were well jarred, having a great time. Right. And I looked at them and I went, oh, thank God I'll wake up with a clear head in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It strikes me what you did there was reverse wheel, meals on wheels. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> you put the food out, they come and take it away. Yes, yes. <laughs> so are you, a New, are you a New Year's resolution person? I am. And I always try and make, like starting comedy was a New Year's resolution for me years ago. Okay. Absolutely. Like about 10 years ago, uh, it was for me, it's the start of the year. Let's turn a new page and it's up to you to do whatever you want. And that's how I viewed it. And um, at the time we had, you know, we'd moved here and I, well, we hadn't moved here yet, but I was writing comedy for a guy in Ireland. And I said, now I'm going to, this is something I've always wanted to do. I'm not getting any younger. And I made a New Year's resolution to start writing and to go and do it. And here I am doing it. So I've always been into New Year's resolutions. I think it's a chance to focus on what you really want in your life, what you'd like to improve, what you might be able to change, what's in your control also. There's no point in, in, you know, making a resolution that's too difficult and then you feel bad about yourself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So, um, go ahead. So what, what have you lined up for 2021? Well, interestingly enough, I was back in Ireland this time last year, and I was up in the Abbey Tavern pub up in Hoth with a bunch of friends. And one of my friends, uh, her name is Anita, she's big into manifesting. She's big into you write down and put into the world what you want to happen. And so she went up and she got um, a load of paper off the till receipts from the barman, blank till receipts, and gave us all pens, and we all had to write down our resolutions. So I hadn't looked at this all year. I only took it out. I do a podcast. I took it out for the podcast two days ago. And so this is what I wrote down for 2019 going into 2020. And most of it still stands because 2020 was a (laughs) (laughs) non-starter. But my first one was, and as always, to get fitter and to drop a bit of weight. And, um, And I was doing this because I was supposed to be flying to Halifax April 2020 to do the Halifax Comedy Festival and it was going to be filmed and the CBC were coming. And I was like, oh God, now I'll have to drop weight because the camera adds £10 and I can't afford another £10 on top of what I have, right? <laughs> so I was like, I'll get fit. Um, I box, I do boxing uh, and I used to do it four times a week down in this great boxing gym here in Oakville. 
Um, and so I was like, going to go down, really ramp up the boxing, try and get more walking in and get myself fit as a fiddle and then I'll feel good for being filmed for the Halifax Comedy Festival. So uh, the Halifax Comedy Festival has been moved now to later this year, like depending on vaccines. So that's still on the agenda. That's still, but now I have to battle off the COVID-19 pounds that everyone put on. <laughs> I'm going to have to really ramp it up. Right, right. So um, when you talk COVID-19, you know, it, it's a very serious um, situation. But comedians would traditionally pull from what is current. Mm -hmm. Does COVID-19 present you with comedy in any way or is it just a non-starter? I start every single show at the moment because you can't, I, I feel you can't start a, sh a show talking to people. We're all living through it. We're all experiencing it. I go straight in and talk about it. I talk about lockdown. I talk about homeschooling the kids. I talk about what people have said lockdown. Um, so one of my, my first jokes, and this is what I open with at the moment is, you know, people were saying lockdown was like wartime, like back during the war. And I think that's a load of crap. Uh, wartime looked much better to me. Uh, and I'll tell you why. All the men were gone. <laughs> it was just the yes. women. Yes. And then I develop on that. Right. And, then, right. and then I talk about the men walking around in their pajamas and playing computer games. And, um, and so it just breaks the tension. Because right. we're all dealing with this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I go straight in. Then I talk about lockdown and, and coping with the kids and coping with the teenager and all the rest of it. And, of course, you have rich material uh, literally under your feet. Oh, yes. Yes. It's non-stop. Every day they say something to me and give me material, and I'm like, right, okay. <laughs> and I, always I, I need to write it down quickly. I know. And I yes. say to the kids, I'm like, would you mind if I made a joke about this? And then they'll help me with the tagline. Brilliant. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you, well, you mentioned the, the Boston Comedy Festival. What others have? What have you coming up? Um, I actually have coming up, Vancouver um, Celtic Festival is coming up in February. I'm waiting to confirm the dates. And they are getting back in touch with me. But it's, again, going to be a Zoom mm -hmm. performance. I have um, the, the Irish, what's it called, down by the waterfront in Toronto, Irish Park. Oh, Ireland, Ireland, Ireland Park. Ireland Park. Yeah. They are putting on a big festival as well, two weekends in February, and um, I'm going to be performing at those two weekends, and again, we're just confirming the dates and with COVID, and it would be me performing from inside a theatre, but it's going to be beamed out onto a wall at Ireland Park, okay. so people can be outside and be safe uh, if they want to come and watch it. Um, that's happening I released a comedy album in for St. Patrick's Day last year and then everything got cancelled and everything got paused. But I tell you this, I am so grateful I, that, that I got that out there mm -hmm. because it's been picked up by um, two channels in America and just for laughs in Canada. Okay. And so I'm so grateful that in this time when everyone is struggling and I can't get out to do live gigs, that that is bringing an income into the house for me and the kids with the mm -hmm. album. So I have a few different things going on, and I started a podcast with a Scottish comic called John Mostyn, and it's not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> okay. And where can people find that? It's on iTunes and Spotify. It's all podcast places. Okay. Um, it's called Cracking Up 
and the two of us literally we were talking to each other every week and cracking as in the Irish C R I. They don't understand us here. I have to tell them how to pronounce it. Yeah. So C R A I C cracking up. Um, because the two of us were cracking up, we, we always had a good laugh together. We have good banter. And the two accents, of course, people over here love it. And so we started the podcast there about two months ago. Um, cracking up is the name of it, and you can download it now. He, I've learned not to curse over the years because, you know, you do corporate gigs, you do professional mm-hmm. gigs, mm-hmm. CBC and everything, but John's a disaster. Okay. <laughs> so that's the warning for everybody. Right. <laughs> No, I know, because in Canada particularly, you know, that when the Irish arrive in Canada, you have to learn a new language that doesn't have a four-letter word that starts with F in it. Yes, absolutely. And and for me, I do a lot of, um, being Irish, I do a lot of Legion gigs, and I do a lot of corporate gigs, because it's a novelty act, because uh-huh. of an accent, and, and, and you have older people, in, you know, that were from Ireland, living in Canada, they don't want to hear... No. All of that. They no. want to hear some good, funny stories and some jokes and, and a bit of innuendo, and you can go so far. But I had to really retrain myself mm-hmm. not to curse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fiona, we're going to wrap it up here because I have to keep an eye on time. Um, yes. It's been really good talking to you. If people want to find you out there on the Internet, where should they be looking? You can uh, FionaObrien.ca is my website. Uh, if you go on there, it'll bring you to a link for my Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, or on iTunes, you can uh, look for my album. It's called Magically Malicious. And hopefully we'll be looking at you in Halifax at yes. some stage before the end of the year. Yes, and, and I'll you be will... much thinner. Yes. <laughs> Fiona Bryan, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Austin. Happy New Year. And to you.